0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Today I wanted to talk to you about loving yourself and others deeply, completely, and unconditionally. This topic is going to be kind of broad, and I'm going to give some examples of each area. But after doing my Facebook Live the other day, some of the messages that were coming through really lined up with what came through when I did a meditation and asked, you know, what do you want me to talk about today? And the message that I got is people need to choose love more often than they're choosing it. And what I mean by that is in your personal life, are you making decisions that are head over heart or heart over head? How are you making your decisions? Because so often we choose to be very logical about our decisions. And that's understandable. I'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing to be logical, but often we make our decisions with logic. And when we do that, we allow fear to creep into those decisions, because what happens is we start imagining, what's the worst case scenario? What could happen if I do this? And then what happens is we focus on the bad things that could happen instead of focusing on the awesome things that could happen if we were to choose to love ourselves or to love the other person or to love whatever was coming towards us. In whatever way we're making our decisions, we're using love and not fear and not just pure logic. because. While it's good to make informed decisions, oftentimes when we do that, it leads to overthinking. And overthinking is a classic example of allowing fear to take over your life. Because what you do when you overthink is you come up with scenarios that probably would never even occur. You come up with them, you focus on them, and then you call them into being. When you stop overthinking, and you just listen to your intuition. You tap into what you know your gut is telling you, and you listen to your heart. You know, how do you feel about that decision? It's really all about feeling. How does it make you feel? That has to do with both your heart and your gut. You're listening with your intuition, but you're also listening with your heart, and you're listening with love. And when you're making your decision based on those two things, you're not going to make a wrong choice. We talked about how we have a built-in GPS system the other day, and that's your intuition. And so when you're actually using it and tapping into it, even though you may want to doubt yourself and you may want to say, I don't know if I'm making the right decision, know that if you're truly trying to use your intuition, you're making the right decision. You just need to become aware that when you're using your intuition, you can never make a wrong choice. You're tapping into your higher self, and your higher self knows what's good for you and knows what you need. It's when we try to start making those head over heart decisions that things get complicated. Life isn't supposed to be as easy, or excuse me, as complicated as we make it, but it is. Because our head tells us we should do things a certain way. Things have always been done this way. We can't stray from that. We need to do things the traditional way. What will others think of me? What if this doesn't work out? What if this happens? What if that happens? And then it just snowballs into this giant panic attack and anxiety mess that now you've created out of a situation that probably really you already knew the answer to in the first place, if you would have just listened and you end up making the wrong decision. And I truly believe that as what is meant for you will not pass you by. But how many times have you made the wrong decision about something only to end up having that come back to you later and you realize you just delayed what was supposed to come to you? I know that's happened to me. and I know it's happened to other people. Like you make a wrong decision about something and then it comes back around you later because if it's meant for you, it's not going to pass you by. But you've delayed what was coming to you because you didn't trust your own intuition and you didn't trust your gut. And the other thing I want to talk to you about is loving yourself so deeply and completely that you're not allowing crumbs from anyone else. So often we put up with things that we shouldn't put up with. And some of us will chalk that up to being a people pleaser and saying, well, I I want people to like me. And I get that because you're you're listening to probably one of the biggest people pleasers there was a couple of years ago. That was me. That's no longer me. Because I understand that I deserve to be loved and the best love there is and I 'm not going to accept any less than that and a year ago I would have accepted less than that actually I didn't, but I was you know willing to stay in a situation longer because I wanted to be happy and I wanted it to work out and now I realize that if you listen to your gut right away and You get out of those situations right away before they get complicated and serious. Then you don't have to worry about those things because you're looking out for yourself. You're taking care of yourself, and you're telling people, look, this is how I deserve to be treated, and I'm not going to be treated any less. And when you do that, a couple of things are going to happen. Either the person says, oh, I have to rise up to meet her level, or that person's expectation, I've got to rise up to their level. That person is way up here and I'm way down here and I've got to rise up and meet that person where they are because they're not gonna come down to meet me. And you should never lower yourself or your standards to meet someone else. You should expect them to rise up and meet you because if they're negative and like vibrating at a lower energy, and you get with them, you're gonna be pulled down to their level, and you don't want that. You wanna bring them up to yours. And if they know that, and they know, oh, I have to show up like this, it's like somebody showing up as a little bitty page who's bringing a message, and they're not very important. They know, They're just not a strong person. And you tell them, you know, look, I expect to be with a king, not this little bitty page over here. Either you become that or go away. Like, I don't have time for that. That person is either going to rise up to meet your expectation because they know they have to and that you're not going to accept any less. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're teaching people how you want to be treated. You're setting a healthy boundary with that person by saying, I put this much effort and work into a relationship, and I expect equal give and take from someone that I'm with. I'm not going to be doing all the work in this. I'm not going to be you know, the sole perp- person responsible for keeping this alive. No, it's not going to happen. If you want to be in this relationship, you've got to be giving 50-50, equal give and take. You have to be helping out. I'm not doing all the work. And that person, and and if they don't, please understand it doesn't mean they don't love you. It's just some people, until they're ready to change on their own, you can't force people to change. That doesn't mean they can't or won't. Absolutely, people can change. I'm proof that they can. But you cannot force someone to change or to want to change. But I absolutely believe that someone is capable. So if they decide, okay, I know I have to be at this level. If I'm gonna be with this person, then I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna work on myself and I'm gonna get there. And if they do, that's awesome. Or they may say, okay, well, there's no way I can ever get to that level because I just don't want to. I'm happy the way I am. In which case, they're probably gonna fall away. And it sounds really sad, and it is, and don't get me wrong. People leaving, walking away, it hurts. It's sad. But in the long run, you're going to be in more pain if you stay with someone who's only giving you crumbs, because it's like you only have those little crumbs of time. If you imagine that your whole lifetime is like one giant cookie cake, and this person is giving you crumbs, which means that throughout your whole lifetime, you're only going to have a few occasions where you were truly, truly happy. Do you want that? Where you go through life most of the time like, oh, I thought there'd be more than this. I feel a little stuck. I'm not super happy. But oh, but that last Saturday I was happy. And maybe in a few months, I'll have a day where I'm happy again, too. But most of the time, I'm not. Like, is that what you want? Or do you want to be happy every day? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're never going to fight. And there's never, No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you look at your life and you think, where am I now? You're, I'm happy. Because you deserve that. But if you're staying with someone who doesn't see your worth and doesn't see that you deserve that and they're just giving you crumbs, they have a whole cookie cake that they are not giving you. They're just giving you the bits and crumbs. And it's not even the pieces with the chocolate chips. It's just the other pieces. Is that what you want? Because I doubt it. Highly doubt it. And if you're okay with that, that also tells me that you need to love yourself more. If your self-esteem and love for yourself is so low that you think it's okay to just accept those crumbs, if you think that's what you deserve, you need to work on yourself. Because I am here to tell you, no one deserves that. You don't deserve that. You deserve love. You came here to experience love in all of its forms, and the universe has already told you you deserve love and they have someone special for you, and they're just waiting on you to get with the program and to realize that you deserve it. You need to understand your worth. You are an almighty child of the divine, of God. You are beautiful, talented, amazing, And if you've never had anyone telling you that, you need to tell yourself that because it's true. In order for you to find the love you're seeking, it has to come from yourself first. If you do not love yourself, if you do not have high self-esteem, you're going to be going into a relationship. First of all, you're putting off an energy. We talked about this on the podcast or the Facebook Live Yesterday we say that when you, you your energy enters the room before you do So if you don't love yourself and you don't feel good about yourself, you're putting that energy out there You're putting out an energy of eh, I'm just meh, no, I'm blah, whatever. I'm not that great So if you walked into a room and you had on a shirt that said you can pick me, but I'm just an ordinary I'm just okay. I'm not that great Do you really think a good guy, a great guy is gonna be attracted to that? No, he's not. Because a good guy who also has self-worth, self-esteem, is looking for someone who also has those qualities. So the reason you're attracting those same kinds of guys is because that's what you're putting out there. Your energy is entering the room before you do and it's saying, don't pick me, I'm not that great. what you have to be able to do is to heal yourself. You have to see your own worth. And it's there, but it comes with healing. Whatever has happened to you in your life, whatever childhood traumas, whatever you're carrying with you that is causing you to feel that way. And we all have stuff, we all have baggage. You know, being a child of divorce, I had abandonment issues, I felt like everybody was going to leave and then I fixated on that and then I caused everyone to leave because I fixated on that. I either picked guys who would not leave because I was so afraid of picking one who would or I just in things that I did over giving basically and being an overgiver, it pushed people away And I had to go in and dig deep and really get to my inner childhood wounds and say, what's causing this? I mean, I knew, but it was even more than that. It was much more than that. So I had to dig really, really deep. And I had to do the work. I had to go through forgiveness. I had to forgive people in my life who never asked for forgiveness, who didn't even know they hurt me. I had to go in and ask for forgiveness for myself because I know that there were times in my life that I didn't make the best choices and I had to forgive myself for that and I had to forgive myself for not loving myself and knowing my self-worth because I should have been doing that all along and I didn't. So going through forgiveness for yourself, for others is part of the healing process. Cutting ties to people and things that aren't serving you is another thing you can do. There's so much you can do to heal that inner childhood trauma, you know? Journaling is a great way. Write yourself a letter. Write yourself a love letter and tell yourself what you love about yourself. Yeah, you might think, oh, that sounds so stupid. It's not. You need to hear it. What do you love about yourself? You know, it wasn't until I started dating again, and I had to do that stupid online profile. Online dating, oh my gosh. Ugh, that's a special kind of hell right there. I'm just sorry, but there is. So, you have to get this whole profile together, and what are you gonna say about yourself? And I remember the first time I did that, I thought, I don't know what to say about myself. Like, what makes me interesting? Like, when someone else reads your profile, what are they looking for? And I actually had to sit down and think about, how do I market myself? Like, what do I say about myself? And that was an interesting experience because I had never really done that before. You know, on job interviews, sometimes people will ask you, what are your special skills? And I had a whole list of office-ready skills for people to hear about. But not, what really makes you you? What are you good at? What do you like? What are your interests? Things like that. So really, loving yourself is all about learning who you really are. Most of us don't even know sometimes. We don't even know who we really truly are or what makes us tick. So it's sitting down and figuring that out, you know, writing, journaling. Write your dating profile. As odd as that sounds, even if you're married, and I'm not saying go write a dating profile so you can cheat on your husband, that is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying as an exercise, because a lot of people don't get to experience this if they've never had to online date, but it's truly eye-opening. Sit down and write your dating profile. What would you write about yourself? How would you attract people? I think that tells a lot about how you see yourself. And the interesting thing would be if you have a friend that you trust, who's a close friend, that you could just say, look, hey, I'm doing this just as an exercise to see what I say about myself, have them read it and, and ask them would you agree are these my best qualities or what do you think? I think it's interesting because what we see in ourselves and the way we see ourselves is not always the way other people see us. We are way more critical on ourselves than other people are and I think it's amazing because I know in my own job as a department chair I've had different teachers like, write to me and say, you know, I think you do this really well, or you're good at this. And it's things that I never really thought about, because it's just things that I do. And, um, you know, it's like, oh, you're really good at communicating, or you're really good at problem solving. And it was funny, because, like, getting the compliment was just a shock to me, because I thought, oh, well, I have never really thought about it that way. I mean, that's just, it's just what I do yeah, I guess I am good at that, you know? And so there are things other people will see in you that you don't see in yourself. So an interesting thing to do would be to ask a friend to write the qualities in you that they see that they consider to be your best qualities and to see, did you come up with the same thing? And I would venture to say, you probably won't. They'll come up with things you didn't. And you're gonna think, oh, wow, yeah, I guess that is a good thing. I do have that quality. You know, you can also do EFT tappings, which is the emotional freedom technique. Brad Yates, if you just Google Brad Yates, and you can see everything he offers. You can also just look for specific topics, because he's not the only one who does the tapping. Nick Ortner does as well. His last name is O-R-T-N-E-R. Nick Ortner and Brad Yates, they do the tapping. Julia Treat has some. I have some on this podcast, too. The tappings are great for getting out emotions. So if there's a specific thing you're going through, if you're holding on to something, you can do the tapping and it kind of releases the emotion. You can do Reiki and you can do cord cuttings and guided meditations, all those things will help. But it's working on yourself and truly loving yourself. When you get to that stage that you truly, truly love yourself unconditionally, knowing that you're a human being You will make mistakes, and that's okay. Um, Mistakes are actually not a bad thing because they just point us in different directions. They just say, hey, you know what? That wasn't the direction you were supposed to go. Go this way. And when you can realize that and love yourself deeply and completely and unconditionally, then you will see your true worth, and you will not tolerate being with someone who does not see your worth. If some person tries to come at you bringing those stupid crumbs, you'll laugh and just walk away. You're not going to have any part of it. Even people that you once loved cannot come to you in the same way because you won't tolerate it. It's not that you don't love them, but you love yourself more than you love them. You love yourself enough to know that you deserve more than what they're bringing you. And like I said, if they want to change and they want to come up to your level, that's different. And, and people are capable. They can. But they have to do it for themselves. And if they don't, you have to walk away. Or if you don't walk away, you're going to end up in this vicious cycle that just keeps going over and over again. You're, you're not learning a karmic lesson is essentially what's happening. The lesson you're supposed to learn is to love yourself and to not accept those crumbs. And I know that sounds easy and simple as I'm sitting here telling it to you, and I get it because it's hard when it's in the real life. When you're experiencing it in real time, it's not that easy because there are feelings involved. But I'm, I'm telling you, if you keep taking those guys that are giving you crumbs, you're going to keep getting what you always got because you're not doing anything different. That's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, it doesn't happen. You have to change a variable in that equation in order to get a different result. And the only variable that you have 100% control over is you. So you've got to change yourself. You've got to change who you are and who you're showing up as if you want that to change. And once you realize your worth, you're putting out a completely different frequency, completely. You'll be attracting people who see and value you, who look at you and go, wow, she's so full of confidence. She's so beautiful or he's so handsome and he's got so much self-esteem. He looks like he could do anything. Because your energy is what is attracting them it's your energy and that enters the room before you do so if you want to attract the right person you've got to fix you you've got to fix that energy what are you putting out there and that starts from fixing the broken pieces of your past But just because you have broken pieces doesn't mean that you have to stay broken forever. You know, the Japanese have this ancient pottery that they, if a piece of pottery broke, they would put it back together with gold and make it even more beautiful than it was before. And that's what I feel like we're doing when we fix ourselves. It's like we're using God's golden light to heal ourselves, and to put ourselves back together. And we're made even more beautiful than we were before. Because now we know who we are, we see our worth, we know we're a child of the divine, and that the divine doesn't want anything less for us than the very best. So we shouldn't want anything less than that either. And when you, you know, When you realize that it's this divine that's in you, that's healing you, I mean, that's really something that's awesome. I mean, I don't know. It just, having gone through the transformation process, you know, I'm struggling to find words of how powerful it is. And it does shift people. It really does. You know, if you shift yourself and you work on yourself, other people around you are gonna start shifting too. Some people will drift away. Those people were meant to go. But the people who are truly in it for the long haul, those people are gonna start shifting because you're gonna encourage that, not because you tell them to, but just because of being who you are and being the shining example you are, you're gonna cause them to shift too. It just naturally happens. I mean, I can't tell you how many people in my life did that. And I was amazed. Like, I thought once I started on this journey, my family members would be like, you're so weird. Like, we don't even want to talk to you anymore, you weirdo. Like, what are you talking about? All this love and light stuff, just go away. That's how I thought they would react. And it's been the opposite of that. You know, it's tell me more about it. Can you practice on me? well, how does this work? You know, it's just curiosity. It starts off as curiosity. Like, what are you doing differently? You look happy, you know? People want to know, why do you look so happy? Why? Because they want to be happy. They want to know what your secret is because they want to feel that way too. And they're going to see you shifting and then they're going to start saying, oh, I need to work on myself too. Who are you listening to? Or what do you do to get rid of those... And then you're going to be telling them, you know, do meditation, do tappings, do this. You know, it's like we're spreading the word because it doesn't it feel good to feel good. It does, right? Nobody wants to feel bad. So you've got to love yourself because it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to be in love, especially when it's in love with yourself. And that's not narcissistic. We're just saying that we know our worth. We value ourselves. And you should. You're awesome every one of you is an awesome person. You just are. You just have to see it in yourself. All right, guys, well, you know, I feel like there are some people out there who really needed to hear that. And to you, I say, get into the habit of doing daily mantras Find ones you like and that resonate with you. Put them where you need to. You know, I thought about something. I thought about we need temporary tattoos that have daily mantras on them, and we can just stick on us somewhere so that we know to look at them every day. Uh, and it made me think of Ginger, one of my listeners. Um, I'm calling you out again, girl, and she'll probably laugh about that. But she sent me a really sweet note. Um, telling you know showing me the mantra that I had mentioned on one of the Facebook lives and that she had it you know at her desk just so had it in sight so she could see it, which I love because I do that too it 's on my phone though, but I always have my mantras on my phone, and I just look at my pictures on my phone and go to the mantra, and I just say it in my head. but the fact that she did that just was so cute, and um, I love that I love that she did that, and then she told me that she did that it was awesome so stick your mantras somewhere you can see them, you know. Um, If you're around your home, if you live by yourself and you're not embarrassed to do it, just stick it on the mirror where you see it every day, like you have to say it to yourself as you're getting ready for work. Whatever you have to do to tell yourself how much you love yourself, how powerful you are, how strong you are, how beautiful you are, whatever you need to tell yourself, do it. Because you are the only voice in your head. And... um, I've had a couple of people, not just one, but a few people tell me that you're the voice in my head that I hear every morning and you help get me going every day and I love that. That's so great. And I have to tell you like I have people like that in my life too. Like Julia Treat was one that I would listen to and she would get me going in the morning and um, but you can be your own voice in your head, too. And that's essentially what we're doing is we're changing the voices in our head to be more like my voice is to you, to give you those positive messages. And it doesn't have to come from me. It can come from you, too. You can stick those mantras up there so that every day that positive voice that you hear is your own. And that's how we want, it. We want to get to that place where your own voice is your voice that gets you going every day that it's the positive voice that you hear that's in your ear every day and you know and i love that thank you guys so much too for telling me that because it it's so awesome and cool to hear that i love that because i know how many people have influenced me in my life and were that for me and i know what it meant to me and so for you to say that to me just really melts my heart and i appreciate that so much and i appreciate all of you and i hope that you guys just realize how awesome and fabulous you all are, because you are. I have not come across one person yet who um, hasn't been anything but just sweet, kind, beautiful, amazing soul, and I love that. I truly appreciate that. Like Like I said, especially as someone who reads other people's energy, you don't know how awful it is to come across someone who has bad energy. It's like, ugh, it it almost makes you physically sick sometimes. So to be around people all of the time is that are just light and love and it's awesome. It really fuels me and my soul because trust me, being around draining people is not fun. So I want to thank you guys especially for that. I wanted to pull a card for you before um I ended this uh because I don't know, I just I feel like A little extra daily message is always nice. This is by the Heart Thoughts card deck by Louise Hay. It says, I bless my family with love. I love and accept each member of my wonderful family. They, in turn, love and adore me. All is well in my world. I love that. Say that every day, too. I love and bless And accept each member of my wonderful family. And I'm saying that to you today. I love and accept and bless each member of my wonderful soul family, which is all of you. So bless you all. Have an awesome day. If you need anything from me, want to work with me, you can email me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. You can go to my website to check out my services. Please always message me. You can message me on Facebook or email me or text message me if you have any questions about any services I offer. Just just want to talk to me and kind of figure out what it is that Reiki and all of these different things are, because I'd love to talk to you about that. You can call me as well. So you can get a hold of me anytime. There's so many different ways to work with me. So check out what I offer. You can join me on my Facebook Lives. My uh, Facebook Live this next week is gonna have to be on Thursday again, just a heads up because I have a class. My past life regression class is on Tuesday. So I will not be able to meet uh, because I will be in that class. So I'm gonna meet on Thursday instead. And thank you to all of you who showed up this Thursday. I love you guys so much. Um, if you like this podcast, please share it with others who might also need a little bit of light in their lives. And please leave stars on iTunes if you can or leave me feedback, You know, write a message if you would. That allows other people to find me because it boosts my, I guess, my ratings and then other people can see my podcast. So thank you again, love to you all and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.